Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Welcome. Uh, We're having some technological difficulties. Uh, Debbie and I are having trouble getting on together. Um, I'm not quite sure if we're even on, um, but uh, we're certainly having some challenges. Um, I assume that she's trying to make her way back on, um, but I'm not positive because I think she's turned her phone off. Uh, welcome to live radio. <laughs> I hope everybody's having a, a good week. Um, one of the things that uh, I wanted to mention is that um, every week we will be doing the show live and we will certainly um, get the chat feature uh, connected so um, you can chat with us online through the um, I am feature of the website. Um, and eventually we will get uh, in tune with the technology to be able to do the um, call-in feature, which we haven't figured out either. Um, So I'm hoping Debbie is making her way into um, 
this space. Um, and I'm hoping that um, we can connect. Um, maybe I can help her here. Um, I'll see if I can get her through email. But if not, I'm just going to talk a little bit about Oh, she's going to call in uh, through the other uh, way in. So if you can just bear with us, we will we'll get the show started. But in the meantime, uh, the other thing that I wanted to let you know is that um, uh, we will be pre-recording the next two shows because it's uh, holiday time. And uh, we will set them to upload for each of the Tuesdays that follow uh, this one. So that will be, I'll get to the dates. Um, let's see. It will be uploaded for the 20th and the 27th. Um, and uh, those will be uh, focused on um, topics such as dreaming, and I think the other topic we were thinking about uh, was uh, the holidays and how to have a, a holiday season that includes more than just the traditional ways of being. Um, I know that a lot of people struggle during this time of year to find their way through, so we're hoping that will help. Um, so, uh, the other thing that we want you to know is that we have a Facebook page and it's Spirit Sisters, um, and feel free to check it out and leave us messages and ask questions. Um, and, uh, we also have a Gmail that you can certainly send an email and ask any questions if we happen to miss your inquiries. And it's uh, spiritsisters65 at gmail.com. Let's see where Debbie is now. And see if she's... Okay. Um, It's saying, here's the difficulty we're facing. It will only let us have one host, apparently, which um, doesn't make sense. Hang on a sec. We'll see if we can get her in as a guest host because <laughs> this didn't happen that last week. Um, I'll give her the number for that so we can get her in. Bear with us. I'm sorry to delay things. It's been the kind of day. So just so you know, Mercury is finding its way backwards. It's ret- retrograding on the... Um, on the uh, 19th and tonight is of course a full moon and as you know full moons are pretty unpredictable so this could be the energy of that i'm just giving her the number over text just bear with me shauna yes debbie shauna i'm on the phone debbie oh yay <laughs> welcome i'm a i'm a guest Calling now. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Just stay oh, there. Okay, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Bless you all. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, everybody. Oh, so Debbie's okay. here. Let's all take a big breath. Technology <gasps> is my angst. Yes, yes. And um, I was just, I was just telling people that um, they can find us on Facebook, and I was giving them our Gmail address and telling them we are pre-recording the next two shows. Um, and we will get this sorted out 
and figure yeah, out. Yeah, because last week we could co-host, and this week they're saying you can only have one host. So we're not really sure what that's about. So, um, no, so we'll have to sort out. the details yeah. of all that out. So we've got For a couple sure. weeks to and do that. To the lady, the beautiful lady that was on hold, um, that I thought was you when I plugged in, <laughs> please, please bear with us. Um, obviously, um, yeah, if you have a question, just email it to us and we will get back to you about whatever your question was. Uh, she was on hold and I thought it was you and it was nine minutes to go and I'm freaking out because we can't figure out how to co-host anymore. <laughs> so. So I don't know, I don't know who it was, but it was somebody that sounded lovely and sweet. And if you're still listening, then um, please just uh, yeah send us an email. Sisters sixty five at gmail dot com. Please send your your question, and we will be sure and to answer it. We will. For yeah, sure. we'll we'll do that in our next Absolutely. recording. So sorry, okay. this is going to take a little while for us to get <laughs> get the bugs out. As we told oh, you, we're not God. technological goddesses yet. Anyway, no, um, no. This could not be a more appropriate time to connect to sacred space. So, yes. everybody out there, I want you to take a big, deep breath in through your belly, out through your nose, ground deep into the earth, wrap your cords of energy around that old grandmother tree, breathe in. Have the intention to send your energy down through the earth into that roots of the tree and wrap it around and ground. And now what I want you to do is I want you to leave either in a bubble or outside in your door in a box. Just all this technological angst, the struggle and strife, the fear, the worry, and whatever has percolated in your week since we've been together and just put it out there knowing you can get it when we're done but we're moving now together collectively into sacred space using your breath and ground and a call to the powers of the four directions and the four worlds of grandmother earth come and hold us in your sacred space Surround us with your love and your guidance and your blessings. Make this an effortless, easy space for us to share, to grow, to laugh, and to learn. Sprinkle some fairy dust just for fun. And I ask you to hold us in this safe space that we may be who we truly are in a way that we may not be able to be anywhere else without judgment and harshness, with kindness and compassion and truth and the power of the sisterhood that's been from always since always and now. And I ask you all in this moment to feel your energy and to see spaghetti fibers coming out of your heart and know that that's your cords in your heart and your soul And see in the center of this sacred space, this beautiful, thriving grandmother heart, the heart of the great mother, the eternal mother from always, since always and now. Connect your heart fibers to hers. And each one of us does the same. In this circle, in this space, no matter where we are in time and space, this heart connection is eternal. It is safe and sacred, and it 
allows us to be together in this safe, sacred space, distinct and individual and collective simultaneously. Breathe in through that space. Allow the heart of the Great Mother to fill you up, to let go of the anxieties and the stress and the worries and the struggle of the season and the time. And breathe in and allow it to fill you up and ground. And a call to all of those ancestor eggs and personal eggs, the Rishas, the angels, the guardians, and the spirit guides, and the power and dream animals, and those playful beings, and the four worlds of Grandmother Earth to be with us in this space. Help us tonight that this is easy and effortless. Make our connections deep and strong. Fill our hearts with joy and help us to rebalance. Ashe, ashe, ashe. Welcome. That's better. Thank you, Shauna. Yeah, I feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. So Debbie's going right. to introduce the book of the week. Yeah. Um, I actually had a lot of books to choose from this week because, our, of course, our topic is about spirit messages. And uh, just put every other book on my shelf is thing to do indirectly or directly with that. And yet didn't really have a specific, you know, exact message that we were going to talk about tonight. But probably one of my favorite uh, books of all time is one that I have read a couple of times now. It's by Deepak Chopra. And I know many people who have read Deepak find him sometimes quite hard to follow or quite dense to follow. And um, But I do recommend... Probably this is one of his best books. It's called How to Know God. And the subtitle is The Soul's Journey into the Mystery of Mysteries. And he really, it's such a beautiful, comprehensive look into how do you know the something that's beyond yourself. Now, he uses the word God, but gosh, it could be the universe. It could be your higher self. It could be the quantum soup. It could be anything. And he really does go into a lot of the scientific bases and um, a lot of the spiritual traditions, and it is just a beautiful book. He gets into, um, you know, genius and a religious awakening and ecstasy and clairvoyance, and um, it's just an amazing book. and And I really do encourage you to check it out. It was uh, published by Harmony Books back in 2000, so it's a little bit older. Um, and I looked at the data when well, that's not that long ago, but I think this is 2016, Debbie. Like that's 16 years ago, so. Um, yeah, so that's one of the wonderful uh, books that I really would say to check out if you're really on the path of really starting to trust what you're getting and, and you want just a deeper understanding of it. So I just love it. So, yeah, that's my book of the week. So I hope you uh, check it out. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. This is Lena. Hi, Lena. Hi. Hi there. <laughs> I'm not sure how we got you. <laughs> I called them. Okay. Can we just put you on hold, Lena, for just a minute? We're just uh, oh, sure. introducing our first choice. Thank you so much for calling. Okay. Thank you. 
Can you do that for me, Deb? I don't know how to do that. I think so. I'm going to try to do that. Okay, there. Okay. There, I guess because I'm a guest calling in, I don't know how we can get other people. We're okay. obviously working out the kinks. This is this is a full moon. It has to be. Oh, it <laughs> is for sure. It's the power of full moon. <laughs> Sorry, did we did we cut into your your book? Are, no, are you... I was I was actually done. I know you're going to do your goddess and yeah. Um, I'll do that yeah. fairly quickly because of our time delay tonight. But um, okay. I want everyone to know that the goddess that I'm there's a couple and and I am offering them. Um, from the perspective that they are the goddesses of winter and the winter solstice, which is coming up on the 21st of December. Um, And one is the Norse goddess Freya, and she is the goddess of women, secrecy, fate, knowledge, households, and universal mother of understanding of all life and its cycles. So she's the goddess that spins the spinning wheel of fate and and connects us through threads of connection in that universal grid and it is the um uh the symbol is the spinning wheel and the wheel of fate and and it is connected to yule which is uh the pagan holiday that's akin to christmas and the holiday time and um, the other one is a Scottish goddess named Kaliak, who is the veiled one, the dark mother of the winter. And she's connected to the land and is technically the sacred crone. So um, what these goddesses are, what the aspect is about the goddess and this time of year is going inward into introspection, into the womb of Grandmother Earth and, you know, reviewing and... Um, recapturing and refining the things that we have manifested to this time. It's that time where the earth goes into slumber and it recycles itself. And so that's what I want you to focus this time in the darkness until we are moving into spring. Um, it's, it's really a positive time to reflect and to decide what you want to do when spring and new birth uh, happens. So it is that deep uh, grounding place. It's that nurturing and nesting place. It's that place of, you know, looking back and, and sort of reflecting on what do you want to do and where do you want to go. Um, so the ritual is to use a red candle with some greenery. Um, in a place where you feel comfortable to burn some herbs and to light that candle and pray to the goddess of winter and to take time every day, if you can, or at least once a week, to sort of do that reflection and allow yourself to, in spite of the hurriedness of the season, to move into time where you make space for that grounded reflection and its guidance and start to just see what percolates and what comes. This is a very powerful time for dreaming and Mm. uh, for intuition. And um, both of these goddesses are about psychic ability and intuition and connecting to those places. So um, just take time and, and... See what happens and and use the candle as a way to light through the darkness. And that's the symbology of all of that. Um, And it's a really important time to do that reflection. And that's what winter is all about. If you can think about it, 
in terms of the seasons and the way the cycles of the earth are constructed. We're going into the earth, so we're that's why people nest a lot in the wintertime and, and um, you know, don't want to do a whole lot out. You know, that's typically Is that us. why I get really lazy? Yep. <laughs> and I want to sit by the why people, when I don't want to move. Exactly. Yeah. That's, ex- yeah, that's because you're in true. alignment. And I, lo- and I love, yeah. Yeah, and I and, love and that. Like you, instead of looking at this time as a like sort of a depressing time where it's lo, you know low right. light and you know exactly. maybe maybe that's just because you're supposed to go inward. You're not supposed to be doing so much and and just don't exactly. start any new projects. Like you know how we always no. say, oh, I'll, I'll do that in the winter when the, it's yucky weather and and you know that's the worst time you can ever you know start something new. It's really the time you're supposed to reflect and exactly. and go deep within and then plan for the spring. So yeah, exactly. I love, like you, I like you would your that. garden. You are the garden yeah. in your life. Yeah. And exactly. so many times we say New Year's resolutions and that's probably why they fail because we go, Oh, January first, I mean, can you think of a darker, more, you know, cold <laughs> And it, it's not a time to start a new action. It's time to, you know, contemplate it and think about it and, and prepare it over for it and prepare for it exactly exactly so like you would to start your gym membership march 1st or something you know like, <laughs> yeah i like that i'm gonna do yeah that well and it's, it's you know <laughs> typically when people want more nurturing foods too but that's part of it all right if you think about yeah. it that's part of what happens to the earth and we as women in particular are an outward manifestation of the earth and her cycles Literally, for sure. So yeah. you know, and really cool. it's okay if you're past your moon time and you're in your your crone time and you're no longer uh, having your menses anymore. That doesn't matter. You are still within that cycle and the rhythm of that, and it's it's aligning. It's all about aligning through the times. You know, so cool. Yeah, me too. And speaking so, of aligning, we're talking about aligning with your. Spirit messages and and how are they? Re- how do you know they're real? And you didn't just make them up in your head, you know. Like that was, that's usually what people go through when they first, you know, start being aware of them or hear them or see them. We're going to go through the different ways you can, um, uh, you know, be aware that you're even getting a spirit message. And um, I guess the first one, I guess I'll dive right into this, Shauna, if you're okay with yeah, yeah. Go ahead, me going yeah. into this. Yeah, they're, they're, you've often heard them called the five clairs. Um, so clairvoyance is one of one of the ones that is probably the most common that you hear about, you know, clear seeing. So, you know, in movies or shows where there's a psychic, she's looking into the crystal ball and she can see your future. And, and really, actually, what happens with clairvoyance, um, there could be a few things. You could actually see something like uh, many children report seeing, you know, people at the end of their bed or people who are grown up now remember us when they were a child seeing you know, grandma at the end of her, their bed, but grandma's been dead for a while. So, you know, you can see things or see ancestors often. Um, it can be very spooky for kids. Um, I actually don't re- ever remember seeing anybody deceased at the end of my bed, but many people do. Um, and clairvoyance for me shows up in my mind's eye. So if I close my eyes, I can see something or I have a dream about something that um, will happen, but I don't typically see things as clear as I would see you and I sitting across from each other, Shauna having a coffee. I I don't see that, Um, but some people do. 
Um, the next Claire is Claire Sentience, which is probably the more common one and the first of the psychic development uh, abilities to develop. Uh, and that's about clear feeling. So, for example, you might just feel an energy in a room, like, and you don't know what it is, but it, the room doesn't feel right, or, um, or you're meeting someone for the first time, and you feel very at ease with them, or you may not feel at ease with them, and you're not really sure why. And I have to tell you that that's very different from empathy. Empathy is when someone is telling you something, and they're telling maybe a very sad story, and you're feeling their sadness and emotion with them, and you're morphing into their energy. You're taking on their sadness. Um, clear feeling is very different from that. It's just sort of like a fleeting kind of, ooh, something's, something's happened in this room, and maybe there was just an argument in the room, and you feel it. Um, so clairsentience is often how mediums feel spirits when they first come in. I know it's how I feel them. They may show me how they died by uh, directing attention to a part of my body. If they had a heart attack, I'll feel pain in my chest. If they had neck issues, I'll feel pain in my neck. Or a blow to the head, I'll feel it in the back of my head. But it doesn't hurt. It just it's a it's a sensation that's very distinct and will get my attention. Um, so clairsentience is probably the most common one and one of the many ways that spirit gets our attention. Um, it could be a touch on the shoulder, if you've ever experienced that. Or I had a cat uh, at, a week after he had passed away rub against my my leg. And I instantly thought of the, that cat, and I said, wait a second, it couldn't be him because he's not here, but he was definitely rubbing against my leg. So many people have um, reported things like that. Uh, Claire Audience is actually the rarely the first... Um, psychic ability to develop it's hearing clear hearing um and it's rarely a dominant psychic ability it does develop it scares a lot of people because they think if you're hearing voices then you're probably mentally ill um it not necessarily um but it's more rare it's more rare to hear things um a lot of times if i get information from a spirit it'll be like in a form of a thought form so it's like i remember knowing it, if that makes sense. Um, so clear audience does happen. Sometimes it's chimes um, that you can't discern or, or sometimes knocks. Some people have the forerunners. Oh, my gosh, we could just go on forever about this stuff. But clear audience is, rare, is a rare form of psychic ability, but some people do have it very strongly. Clear aliens is uh, smelling. So... Uh, let's say your mom wore a certain perfume and she's passed away and suddenly you'll just smell that perfume. Well, that is your mom having a little visit with you and you're smelling her smell, um, which is very cool. It's a very beautiful thing. Sometimes people smell tobacco smoke some, or, you know, you're somewhere and you just smell something out of the blue and you have no idea where it's coming from and there's no explanation. It's probably a spirit that came in. Claire Gustin's is taste. Um, often this is uh, done when a medium is having a session with someone. They can taste something. Um, maybe it's a, a, something that the person liked to eat or they were known for. Or, um, but it, it is a more rare thing. But clear, taste and smell are closely um, linked, so sometimes it can be one or the other. Um, something that I wanted to clarify about spirit messages is, is who are they exactly? Are you, who are you getting these from? Um, well, you could say they're from your higher self, your wiser self, or you could think about it's, it's God or whatever you call the great um, energy, uh, universe, 
uh, doesn't matter. We don't care what you call it. The source. <laughs> There's something, the source, is something that's bigger than us. It could also be from your spirit guide or an angel that helps you. And I truly believe we all have a spirit guide, someone that has known us from before we were born and will be with us until beyond our death. And it's, uh, you know, basically in those times of either crisis or it's oftentimes of mindless activity. You know, you're sweeping the floor, you're in the shower, or you're doing the dishes, or you're doing something very repetitive and mindless, (laughs) or brushing your teeth. You can just, in pops in your mind, a thought, like might be the answer to a question, or something that you go, oh, I never thought of it that way, or oh, I'm going to see so-and-so in a while, and so this is these are what we're talking about with spirit messages. So actually spirit messages can be a lot of things. It can be an ancestor connecting with you. It could be um, your higher self. It could be just guidance that you needed to hear or your wiser part of yourself that suddenly finds your brain off for a little bit. You're calm. The chatter's gone. And now that message can get in. So it's really cool. There is a universality to, to spirit messages, which I'll go over really quickly with you. Usually they're very clear and succinct. So a spirit message doesn't tend to ramble on like I'm doing right now. (laughs) It's usually very quick, short phrases. Um, Although that can be different, but generally that's been my experience. They're very clear and succinct um, and short. And it seems like it's out of the blue. Like it kind of surprises you when it happens. You kind of go, oh, I wasn't, I don't think I was thinking that. Like you kind of go, wow, it's, that's really sudden. Um, spirit messages are generally helpful and affirming. Even if it says, get the hell out of the way, uh, there's a car coming, that's a helpful and affirming thing, even though maybe it doesn't feel that way at the time, but it saved your life. Or I shouldn't go down that road right now. Okay, I'm going to take, take the left instead of the right. And sure enough, something you would have avoided something. So they're usually helpful and affirming, and they should be. If something is telling they're you not to be harm to yourself or others, yeah, they're not fear-based. It's, it's love-based yeah. and helpful. Um, yeah. After you've received the spirit message, you should always feel a little bit changed, a little bit different, like it's hard to go back to the way you were thinking before. Um, and they're usually set in the present tense. So it's something about right now. It's it's something about right now, not the future, not the past, um, maybe a little bit in the future, like you should take this road right now, <laughs> so you will avoid. Well, it. and and but we talked about that, and we talked about that it varies from person to person, and and how yes. even though it's universal in nature, so we all have yes. these gifts in one way or another, some yes. stronger than others, and you might resonate more with one than another, but yeah. you know we're usually dominating one or the other. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and for me, I can get things about the past and the future. And that's uh, as well as the present. And, and I was saying to Debbie, one of the things that's really interesting, um, you know, I used to get a lot of information in my dreams and very powerful, clear, unmistakable, tangible, concrete looking kind of dreams, that w- which are even more than lucid dreaming. And they would predict things. But as I got older, and I'm now past and I'm into my crone time, my psychic gifts are different in the fact that I do hear things and I do see things which I never did before. I see visions 
And, and I, I certainly always have my primary is that feeling experience of things. But, uh, but I know things about the past that may be connected to the future. But, but I think what is really important, and I think that's what you're trying to share with people, and I hear you doing that, is that it is universal in nature. It's unique, but it's something that you have to work with to hear your own Definitely. voice about that, so to speak. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's reclaiming. Isn't it? it yeah. is. It's about reclaiming the part of you that is wise and knows and has always known. You know, and it is how does it come to you? And when is it resonating and authentic for you? Because, you know, it took me a lot of stop and starts and mistakes and mistaken understanding of my own intuitive gifts um, until I really get it, how they work. You know, for me, for example, um, I can get symbols, um, particularly when I'm doing a medium reading for someone, I get symbols. And my job is to decipher what does that symbol mean for me and what's it supposed to mean for that client (laughs) or the person I'm doing the reading for. So it's a series, just like when you first learn any other skill, like, say, driving a car. You can get all the instructions in the world, but you have to live the experience and learn it every time you do it till you get your road test and then your license. It's kind of... Similar to that, wouldn't you say, Deb, uh, about how I you get to say, know yourself? Oh, absolutely. It's it's through experience, generally, and and we all get them. We all get through messages, right. whether you right. have discerned them or not. And discernment right. is the biggest skill you learn. It is, and that's only through practice. Right. So yeah, practice, practice, practice for sure. Yeah, and it's okay you to make to, mistakes um, with it. You have to learn how you. Uh, how they yeah. come to you and what they're saying to you personally. And nobody yeah. can tell yeah. you, you know, that's the other thing. I don't know if you did this, but I would say, well, I got this. And I'd say to friends, what do you think? Well, you know, they can think all they like and they can support you for sure. And you can yeah. take that yeah. and sort of work with it. But ultimately it's, it's a very intimate experience because it's just you and spirit yeah. and nobody yeah, should be interfering or no. messing about your relationship with spirit. Yeah, that's so true. It's yeah. a, it's the most personal, intimate relationship that you'll ever have. And totally if it's your spirit guide, I find that there's a, I don't know, it's like a, like a flavor. I can't, that's the only way you can really, sometimes it's hard to have language around this. Because it's like well, it's a personality know, like, like you would with a friend. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're, it's you're, a personality. You're it's like the way it's said. Mm-hmm. You're forging yeah. a relationship with your spirit guide, with yeah. and you have to intend to do that. Invite them. Um, that's the other thing about all of this. You know, you have to invite the ancestors that love you, that are of the light, your spirit guide that loves you, yeah. that's of the light, and and say, yeah. help me. You know, it's angels, the yeah. whole nine yards. So you have to ask. Yeah, you do. They will not interfere with your nope. free will. And so, you know how people, and I remember, I'm so guilty of this too. I just wanted an angel to drop out of heaven and just land in front of me and open the book and say, Debbie, Debbie, Debbie. Oh, there you are. Okay, this is what you do next. (laughs) This is what your life's going to look like. Uh, So get off your butt and do this, 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 and then do this. And okay, bye-bye. Like, wouldn't that have been awesome? But no, I wouldn't have listened. (laughs) I know. But it's, it's, you know, the analogy I use, it's like, yeah. 
it's like Dorothy following the breadcrumbs. That's how it is for me. You know, I do get these big hoo-ha things, and we've had those together. But but it's more like following the still voice, that that feeling mm-hmm. or that knowing that I got to do this, but I don't get why. Why am I doing this? Why am I going yeah. here? And then maybe yeah. I might meet somebody who says something, and there you go. So, and then you know, it, yeah. it's a puzzle. We are a puzzle. Yeah, it is. You're an intuitive puzzle. We certainly are. We certainly are. Um, So I'm aware that it's only 21 minutes left. So were there there some more things that you wanted to share with people before we Well, we do have a couple of people on hold. What do you think? Okay. You want to dive in? Sure, but we'll have to keep them fairly short. So let's. Let's go and, sure. and follow up with the very first caller you put on hold. I think Lana okay. or Lainey was her name. Yes, I think so. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi Lana. Is it Lainey? You or are Lana? so patient. Lena. <laughs> Lena, hi. Thank hi. you for calling us. Hi. Thank you. Did you have a question? Yes. Um I had left a job a few weeks ago that was very toxic, and um, so I'm searching for another job. I did have an interview last week that seemed to go very well, and I followed up with a thank you note to email, and I still still haven't heard back, and I know that she's probably still interviewing other people. Um, I just um, wanted to see if you guys think maybe this job might come through or something else maybe behind that because I'm get all you know nervous here you know um i really appreciate you wanting to share that with us and and uh so for us to check in but part of the uh show this week is going to be doing some other things so i tell you what why don't you send us an email at our spirit sisters gmail.com and we'll work with that over the week and we'll get back to you by email does that sound fair yeah, and yeah. and it, okay. just because we we sort of are still feeling our way through, eventually we'll be able to do this on air, but we're just not there yet. <laughs> so I uh, okay. apologize, but uh, send us an okay. email and we'll get back to you for sure. Does that sound fair, okay. Deb? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank Thanks you. for calling in. Thanks, Lainey. Bye. Good luck. Okay. Bye. Good luck. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay. So where are we at? Well, we have one more person. Do you want to check in with them? Sure. Let's do that we'll, quickly. Yeah, really quickly, and then we'll finish up there. Yeah, because Hi only... there. Hello. Hello. Oh, I think she Hello? lost her. I'm not sure. Ah, too bad. Well, oh, we apologize for the telephone feature. We will, like I said in the beginning of the show, we will get our act together and figure this out. All right. Um, whoever it is there, if they're still there, um, go to our Facebook page, Spirit Sisters, and you'll see an email them uh, sisters button, and just type your question there, and we will definitely get back to you, okay? And because uh, we're just running a little low on time, just because of our delayed start tonight, and we apologize. Um, we as we work out the kinks of this technology that we're so not familiar with. <laughs> So please go to our, uh, it's, 
I think it's spiritsister65 at gmail.com and type out your question and we'd be happy to see what comes up for you. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. So I think we were going to talk about, uh, talk about, talk about uh, spirit messages tonight. (laughs) I could use one right now. (laughs) Maybe a glass of wine. I don't know. Really? Fair enough. This this has been a rockier uh, go here today. Well, but and, you and know what? Uh, it's all good. It's We're the here. nature of nobody dies. It's all good. <laughs> no, and it's the nature of the full moon energy and this very intense week. This week has been filled with very yeah. intense energy. It's good. Yeah. It's it's a positive energy, but it's it's kind of like riding the dragon this week, and and yeah. our job is to uh, acquiesce, so surrender and allow that to happen, and sort of allow ourselves to have that unpredictability because I really believe out of that will come some really positive things for all of us. So it's, it's just uh, that intense full moon energy and, you know, full moons are endings and celebrations and, you know, they're very intense and a lot of emotional um, things usually come up during a full moon. I used to be a therapist in a treatment center uh with kids and i'm telling you full moons were wild and intense mm-hmm. <laughs> and my mom was a yeah nurse she was a maternity nurse and she said it, babies were born say, like mad <laughs> right uh, True enough. Yeah. True enough. Yeah. So the next part of where we were headed was we wanted to share with you a little bit. Part of what we hope to do is share some of our stories and and um, there you know to certainly help you get to know us. But more importantly, um, we really feel that stories are the way that we share our lived experience, which is really where our power is, all of us. And, you know, it will resonate with you, hopefully, in one way or another, and awaken a part of you so you can continue on your journey. Um, So um, Deb and I talked about with each other before the show, you know, what were the turning, some turning points for us around working with our intuition and, and spirit? And I was sharing with her um, a story. I was a a psychotherapist for double-digit years, and I did a lot of work in organizations, and and I had this opportunity to work in a private uh, treatment clinic, a therapy clinic, that was a family and child and couple focus. And I was uh, charged with working with the youth and children uh, in particular and some women um, as the focus of what I did and one of the things that I was very good at was working with really uh, difficult situations uh, particularly where kids were in systems like schools and whatnot Um, and so I I got this young seven-year-old girl who was referred to me and she was having school phobia Issues and I can share this story with you, um, and I'll share why after, and you'll understand. But I do have permission to share this. And um, she sat with me, and she was just the most delightful little girl. Um, very precocious. I love precocious children, um, but bright as a whip, and and really creative, and very intuitive. I felt very strongly, and immediately. Um, she put her hands on her knees and was complaining about her knees. And instantly 
a wave of energy went through my body. So like I said, my feeling center is the way that I get a lot of messages from spirit. And immediately I knew she had leukemia, cancer. And I thought, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, I was uh, pregnant, uh, only, let's see, two months pregnant with my second child, um, which actually heightened my intuition for any pregnant ladies. If you're experiencing that, that's part of it, just like your menzies. Um, And I was doubting myself because typically that's what happened for me. So if you doubt yourself, that's pretty normal. So I was struggling with, what am I supposed to do with this? I mean, this, you know, and I was working with her with this school phobia and I did some art things and things with her. So after I did my assessment, I said to the parents, you know, she's complaining about her knees just for posterity's sake, take her to the doctor and it'll be part of the thorough kind of assessment that we do. That's the best way I thought that I could get to that. And I didn't know quite frankly what else to do. So um, in the next appointment that uh, she came back, the parents took me aside and told me that they had discovered that she had leukemia. She was tested for leukemia. I was devastated and um, didn't know what to do with myself. Um, It kind of, uh, I was certainly filled with sadness for this little girl and her incredible, beautiful spirit. But also I was quite frightened of the fact that I knew that, you know, and I, I, tried to explain it away because that's the only way I could cope. The supervisor who was supervising me said, well, maybe we need to take you off the case because you're pregnant and, you know, this might be too difficult for you. But I knew in every fiber of my being that this was something we had to do together. And I can't tell you how strong that was. I felt it deep in my belly. Like I just knew there was no other way. And she and I went on this journey together. I was helping her with the school and helping her with this experience. And I was having very profound, intuitive experiences of knowing what to do next. And I went to bed one night um, and I could feel sort of like an energy all night. And I didn't know what to do. I was kind of like I was plugged into an electric circuit and it was pretty intense and I felt a little jumpy. And I went to sleep and I thought I was awake in my dream. So I had this dream where I saw myself sleeping and I looked around the room and I heard her, the little girl, calling my name. And she told me to come to Sick Kids Hospital in the city, um, which I had never been before and I had never seen. And that she had to, uh, was in trouble uh, physically and having some difficulty and was in emergency um, through ambulance sent to the hospital and she wanted me there. So I, in my dream, am being directed how to get there. I get to the city in my dream body and it's like I'm awake completely because I see colors I feel things I know things and I I know I'm in the city because I knew the city and I'm standing at the foot of these huge big stairs at the entryway of this children's hospital and I'm being directed kind of like something is moving me in the direction um like I know where I'm going, which I didn't. And I ended up in her hospital room, 
seeing the room in its full entirety and um, being there with her and and doing some energy work with her. Um, I'm a Reiki master, among other things. And um, her settling into sleep and sort of falling asleep in my arms in the dream. And then I'm coming back and I'm coming back into my body. And um, as I typically do now, I kind of like crash landed into my body. Um, and and what happens is I hear a real bang and I think something has like a door slammed or something loud has happened. And I woke up and I noted what time it was when I woke up and I was a little unnerved and, you know, kind of wired and fell back asleep eventually after I calmed myself down and went back into work in which I got a call from the mother that the daughter had been admitted at the very time that my spirit body had been called to the hospital. And she told me that she had wanted me in the hospital and shared with me what happened. And at the time that she fell asleep, um, the mother told me that it was like, you know, she could feel us together. And the daughter said to the mother that she felt me and, and, you know, uh, fell asleep. And there were many, many experiences like that with this little girl. And uh, she got over the one cancer, got a second cancer that was from chemo, went and did a healing in the United States with some medicine people and us here working with her uh, at the center we were working at. And she survived and lived until she was 16. I had moved from that place in Ontario and moved to the Atlantic provinces to go back to school. And in my first semester of university at Christmas time, my second, sorry, um, her mother called and found me and uh, begged me to come to the hospital because she'd been admitted with a very ferocious cancer. And the mother was distraught because the daughter told her she was ready to go and the mother wasn't ready to let her go. And I had been dreaming about her prior to this phone call again, you know, and I hadn't heard from her for years. So I went to the hospital physically, (laughs) got in the car went on plane and spent time with this little girl and uh, um, she was very clear that she was ready to go and that she needed my help to help her mother to let go and told me that she knew it was her time that she had done all that she was supposed to do and it was time for her to go to be with the ancestors in great spirit. Um, I asked her if there was anything that she needed from me, and she said no. She just wanted to tell me how much what I had done meant to her, and we hugged and we cried. And I left her room to tell her mother what she had shared with me. And her mother collapsed in my arms 
and we cried. And uh, she spent the next time, which was not long, saying goodbye to her daughter as I boarded a plane and came home. And when I got home, I uh, got the phone call that she had passed away. Um, sorry. And she has come to me in my dreams and I feel her now as I speak with you and uh, what I learned from that experience because I was terrified of death until then is that there is no uh, time and space and uh, we truly are connected in ways that we don't have language for and um, that I have this ability to connect on levels that are more than just the concrete and that my intuition is very strong and very clear if I get out of my own way and allow myself to even in my self-doubt even as that was happening I was doubting (laughs) even as you know I was getting these profound experiences I was doubting and there were many many experiences with that little girl and we knew that we were teachers for each other. And uh, I can feel such a powerful connection in my heart right now, like a, that she's here. So um, know that what your journey is, is unique and special to you. And it's, it's real. And, and your job, as I said last week, is to open and learn about that. And to claim that for yourself. And it doesn't have to be big and powerful like that experience. I think I needed that to be able to acknowledge that my intuition is real. And, you know, um, it's a very powerful and beautiful thing that I will remember for the rest of my life. And she changed my life. And I believe it was a contract between us that we would learn these things from each other. And, um, you know, so remember when you get your intuition that um, it's really a powerful thing for you, no matter how big or small the message is. So it, it was a turning point for me. And from that moment on, I was, you know, uh, on a quest at a deeper level to find out who I was in this experience and what was I going to do with this stuff for myself and for those that I care about in the world? And um, that sort of brought me through many things. And that's how I have my business, The Peaceful Paradox, and this show with Debbie and uh, some other endeavors. So baby steps and remembering who you are. It's remembering who you really are and, and getting past your own mind and doubt, right? Oh, yes. And so, it is amazing. You can be in the middle of these incredible experiences and still have doubt, like still have this feeling of like, wait a second, where's the camera? Right. This is on, this is candid camera, right? Like, you know, it's really incredible um, how the, the mind will fight with you, like your intellect and right. your ego. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very, and Sean and I share that we have very strong intellects. Like we, we I will go to the logical uh, 
helping first. Like I'll try to explain things away way quicker than I'll say, Oh, that must've been a ghost. Like, so, so, you know, don't think that because we're into this, we're like, Oh, it's the angel. Like, that's not, I always like, is the window open? Okay. I felt a cold breeze. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not jumping into the, the, the uh, esoteric right away. I, I go to the logic and the, you know, and I think that's a good. Is that there's we should have that's a, a good thing. Me too. Yeah, I think I agree. We stay grounded and stay, you know, yep. in the loop. But you know, when a spirit message comes in, you're gonna know on a level that's that's beyond language. You're, you're just gonna know. You're gonna know that it's for you, and that it's positive, and it's something that you know. And often it affirms what you already knew anyway, because that's ultimately. True. We all we have our we always have our answers. We always have our answers within. No one else else has answers for us. You know, um, it, it's that's the biggest thing. It's about trusting yourself. And spirit messages um, are real. They do come in. Um, someday I'll I guess maybe next time we'll tell you my turning point. But oh, you know, yeah. when I have them, that's okay. That's okay. Yours was so beautiful and powerful and amazing. It's okay. It's alright, girl. No, what a serendipitous show. There's, there's so many, actually. Yeah, there's actually there's so many like you, Sean. It's hard to pick one, but um, yeah, it's it's all good. You know okay. when you know. And I guess that's you what do. you want to leave. We want to leave our listeners. Uh, you're going to know when it's the real for you. So we're down to 30 seconds, um, closing the space. Oh, my goodness. Next show, we're going to be doing... Empty holidays, how to reclaim the joy in the holidays when you're not feeling the, you know, what the heck does a tree got to do with the birth of Jesus and a guy in a red suit? Like, really and truly. Um, It's about looking into that and and finding meaning in the holidays again. If you're feeling a little bit empty, maybe the holidays aren't a happy time for you. Um, We'd like you to try to find the happiness again and the joy. So until next time. Uh, thank you so much for listening thank and you. we hopefully will have everything cool next time. Thanks. Bye. And, and close the space for yourself and ground and move into the next phase of the week with some joy. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VGW void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry Ooh, a book club Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.